Welcome to the Tilted Halo. This is a new podcast and it's for anybody who's a woman in ministry. You might be a pastor like myself, a bishop, a priest, a rabbi, music minister, elder, children's minister, whatever your title is, you're absolutely in the right place. Especially if you're someone who loves your ministry and you're doing it well and you're feeling pressure to sometimes be perfect and deep down inside, you know you're not. And how in the world to deal with that? And men, you're absolutely welcome here too because this is about ministry and the same thing can happen to you. So you're all in the right place. Let's get started with the show. In a previous episode, I talked about ministry and marriage or marriage and ministry. And today I'm going to expand that a little bit and talk about Uh, ministry and family responsibilities and expand idea of family a little bit in that too. Anybody who is a professional in ministry uh, knows that you don't have regular hours, you don't have a nine-to-five job, uh, you don't have a 40-hour work week. there are things that happen and come up that have to be taken care of. Uh, if you're uh, as a pastor or priest or a rabbi uh, or an imam, there are crises that come. It might be a crisis with a family. It might be a medical emergency. It might be a death. And when you have a family um, with children or um, you know, those kinds of things, you really do want to be there with your family um, and go to maybe a school sporting event, be there for kids' birthday parties and all of those wonderful things that are part of having a family. And it's important that you do that. But it can happen that in the middle of that, every once in a great while, thankfully it's not all the time, but every once in a while there can be a phone call that means you got to go take care of someone. There can be things that are scheduled in ministry that all of a sudden conflict with the family plans. There can be a pressure to be at the church or your place of worship, you know, to take care of uh, kicking off something or being part of something when you need to take your own time off, but also when there was a plan for some activity with maybe one of your children. And so how do you find a balance with these things? How do you communicate with them and say, hey, sorry, Johnny or Sally or Kim, you know, I know it's your birthday and it's your party and I want to be here, but this member, this family has just had this happen and I need to go be with them. I will be home as soon as I can to take care of you and be with you in your party or to be at your ball game or your music recital or, you know, whatever it may be. And doing that once, Yeah, it may be disappointing for the kids, 
having that happened numerous times, if that's the kind of congregation you're part of, faith community, that can be really disruptive. It can be very difficult for your family and for uh, the children. And then there's another aspect to all of this as well that is becoming more common, and that is caring for an aging parent. Uh, That's something I deal with, and, and this gets to be even more complicated if you're not close by to that aging parent and having responsibilities for um, being there to help them. And just like with a a young child, issues with an aging parent don't come up that fit the schedule all the time. You know, thinking about children and their issues not always fitting into your schedule, much less the congregational Issues not always fitting into the family schedule. The family schedule doesn't always fit with the congregation. Um, I I can remember times as a child when something happened to me. Uh, I fell at the age of seven and broke my arm. It was a Sunday night. It did not fit the schedule for that Sunday evening. Not in any way, manner, shape, or form. Or for Monday, for that matter. Uh, and what had to be taken care of. And yet, my parents had to deal with that. Um, And uh, later that same year, in springtime, uh, the fall was uh, when I fell and broke my arm. That was late summer, I think that was. And uh, either earlier that year or later that year, I don't remember the exact timing, but... um, On Palm Sunday, uh, I had an accident where I ended up having to go to the hospital and get some stitches. That totally disrupted the family. We were planning to go to a relative's house for uh, an early Easter family Easter gathering. Totally blew everything away. You know, Um, and, you know, it wasn't my, I didn't try to do that. But those kinds of things happen also in pastors' families and in ministry. And then with uh, an aging parent, all it takes is a fall and totally disrupts things. Suddenly you're going to the hospital. Uh, Somebody's had a fracture, a hip fracture, whatever, bone fracture, and you got to go take care of that. Uh, sometimes it's a matter of uh, something, some other health situation or something isn't working right in the place where they live. Uh, my mom on occasions has problems with her garbage disposal. Thankfully, there's somebody there in maintenance who can help her with those kinds of things. But it's a matter of, you know, she has to be available, or I hear about this, and it's not something that is easily taken care of. I mean, I certainly can't take care of it from quite a distance away. I can't hop in a car and get there in an hour or two. Uh, It's much further away than that. And so 
have to rely on other people, have to be able to communicate with other people. And when there's a health issue with her, definitely have to communicate with other people. So all of these things of how do we, how do we get those priorities? How do we know when the time is that we have to say to our family, I'm sorry, I can't deal with that right now. Uh, or to say to the congregation, hey, I'm sorry, I have to go deal with this with my family. And typically, it's the more severe situation that wins that we go take care of, unfortunately, because um, sometimes what does not look to be severe by whatever you definition you have for that, it may end up being emotionally uh, more uh, important to be the thing that you take care of. So, you know, think about your own situation and whatever family you have around you. Even if you're single and involved in ministry, even if you're single, you know, that's, you still have family. As long as you have parents or siblings or anybody like that, you still have family. Um, children as a single parent or as a parent, multiple parents in the family, uh, husband, wife, parenting children. You know, you still have to be able to take care of these kids, even when they get to be 20, 25, you know, have grandkids. Be there for those things with your grandchildren too, to be grandma and grandpa and still be able to take care of things in the congregation. There are times where we think that serving others is so is the most important thing that the family takes back seat. That's not fair to them. And that's not fair to the community we're called to be part of, to live in, and to deal with. Uh, that's not at all fair to them. And you know, part of the whole concept of love your neighbor as yourself, it how do we want to be loved? Do we want to always be pushed to the side? And sometimes we do that to ourselves, you know, push ourselves and our own needs always to the side and always give to others and always give to others and always give to others first. And sometimes that means always giving to the congregation and to the members of the congregation and ignoring and denying that other part of us that's called family. And when we do that, it's going to have a negative impact on our family, whether it just be a spouse, whether it be children or grandchildren or an aging parent. It's always going to have an impact, and it's not going to be the best. So as you think about ministry and the people around you that you love, parents, spouse, children, grandchildren, siblings, Think about the best ways to show them some of God's love. I know I need to do that more, too, uh, even in retirement, to think about that. Because we can get so wrapped up in our own stuff that we sometimes forget. Forget to share with the people who 
are most important to us. So may your relationships with family and with congregation both blossom and flourish in the ways that God desires them to be. And that is my wish and prayer for you uh, today as the Tilted Halo. So join me again next week for another episode. And until then, peace and blessings. You have been listening to Tilted Halo with me, Kathleen Panning. What did you think about this episode? I'd really like to hear from you. Leave me some comments. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share this episode. And catch another upcoming episode for more conversation on ministry, life, mindset, and a whole lot more. Go to www.tiltedhalohelp.com where I've got a resource guide and other resources waiting for you. And be sure to say hi to me, Kathleen Panning, on LinkedIn. See you on the next episode.